the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast Series. Yes, and this series is about the movie... Matrix. So we're going to be talking about not just Matrix 1, but Matrix Unloaded or Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> and Matrix... Uh, Revolutions. Yes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back, and we're talking about The Matrix. So we're doing an Ayurvedic look on The Matrix, and actually it's a Upanishads-ish look, or how do you want to call it? Vedic look, or all of those looks. Uh, Yogic look, even. We can use all the terms, right? Yeah, yogic sounds, uh. ah. But anyways, uh, we're going to take a look at how The Matrix fits what... uh, With a Vedic archetype. Yes. So, and there are three movies of uh, The Matrix, and it's Matrix, and yes. it's Matrix Uploaded, Re- Reloaded, reloaded <laughs> and it's Matrix Revolutions, and soon they're going to be coming out with the fourth one, but we chose this one, one of the reasons is because it is such a Vedic uh, movie. It is. And the other reason is because... They are working on the fourth uh, part, right? No, because we love this one. Oh well, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's by far. I I would say it's my most favorite movie. Yep. And we we had talked a little bit about this in our first podcast on it. Was that uh, uh, we have people watch it during our two hundred yes. hour training, not our three hundred hour training, but our two hundred hour training. But if you want to watch it during our three hundred, you can do that also. But I digress. Uh, so, Matrix three movies. So we're going to be bouncing back and forth. We're just not going to be hitting the first one. We might bring in a little bit from the second. We might even bring in a little bit of the third when we're talking about this. But today is mainly going to be about the first movie, The Matrix. Yes. And of course, if you haven't watched them, uh, turn this off, watch them and turn it back on. Yes. Very, very important because it is a very Vedic movie. And also, if you have watched them, Watch them again after you listen to this one. Yes. (laughs) So how do you want to start this? Uh, Well, last time we talked about the names. Yes. Right? And uh, uh, and also we we talked about the names of the main characters and the name uh, of the ship and a little bit of that symbolism. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, What what I think is very, very interesting, and I guess I should have said that for later, but um, uh, is uh, that the first Matrix is is more or less uh, like the hero's journey. Yes. Right? From uh, Joseph. Like uh, Joseph Campbell. Yes. Right. Which is also another good movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Not as exciting as this one. No. Uh, and then uh, The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions. Uh, Didn't all, get as good of a... Yeah. They weren't as good. Yes, exactly. The, the, a lot of the fans uh, were very disappointed. 
And, uh, and it's very interesting. I mean, the first one is the hero's journey. And then, you know, some people were even thinking, well, why did they do a second one or even a third one? What's the point? And it's crap and blah, blah, blah. And uh, if you really, really look at it from the Vedic aspect, it's, uh, it's, it's even more exciting. And Ma- why is that? <laughs> well, uh, do tell. Well, no, I, but I would like to stick with the first one for now. Oh, okay, now. so you're not going to tell everybody why no, it's so No, they have so, to no. listen to me talk. It'll be on the ending of the last one of the series, Exactly, yes. exactly. Come on, we've been working on this uh, teasing, whatever it's called. Okay, so the first one, yes. right? Yes. The first one, one of my most, most favorite parts is... Uh, when they when they load uh, the when they they go into the matrix, right? The real people, the real humans, okay. <laughs> like say Neo and Trinity and stuff. They go into the matrix and they load programs into them. Yep. Uh, the guns, like and the guns, the, fight scene the kung and how fu, to the jujitsu, fly the helicopter, yeah. and all that stuff. Yes, and it's it is actually such an awesome analogy to what we can do ourselves, right? Everything is information. Mm-hmm. It is really simple. So when we talk it, about sort of like about that during the uh, chakras. Exactly, exactly. It's what do you put in your mind. The mind doesn't control you. You control your mind. It's manas in the Sankhya philosophy. And that's that's the whole concept of the whole movie is the manas. Exactly. The mind. The mind is just an object. And that's why you can observe it. You can change it. The mind is not you. Whatever information you want to put into your mind, you have that ability. It may not be as quick, say, mm-hmm. to learn to fly a helicopter I don't know. I've, I've <laughs> learned to fly one very quickly. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, or shoot guns. Depends. Uh-huh. It's, it's all or jujitsu or whatever. But we have that ability because we are not our mind. It's an object and we decide what to put in it. Uh-huh. So that's, that is like, wow. So if I want to learn uh, needlepoint, I can uh, just upload it in my brain and I'm ready to go. Exactly. Yes. Needlepoint. Yeah. <laughs> that you know, that's why people learn, you know, learn things so quickly. That's why you have also uh, kids who who are who've never been exposed to like a piano or something, and all of a sudden they see a piano and they start playing it because that's something that was left from pre- before from previous lives and everything ah. so so do you want to use some other sanskrit words to describe the movie uh y- yes <laughs> <laughs> like, uh well you ha- you have the you you have the concept of um the the whole matrix matrix and matrix reloaded and matrix revolutions is part of what uh, the Vedic philosophy calls the cycle of samsara. 
I knew you liked that word. Yes, I love that word. So what is samsara? Samsara, and samsara is not samskara. There is no K there. That's a whole different uh, um, word. It's samsara. Samsara is a cycle that repeats all the time. And, uh, and somehow we are all trapped in that cycle. We are born, we do certain things, we reproduce or not, we die, we go somewhere and we come back. And that's a, the, an, in, an endless loop, pretty mm-hmm. much. We are trapped in that. And that's, that's what they're saying the Matrix is. Exactly. And actually, even Zion, where all the humans exactly. lived, it was all part of a loop. Exactly. It's part of a loop. That's why you have like the first iteration of the Matrix. Yeah, because they don't really talk about it in the first movie, but there are, what, six? Six. They talk about six yes, of them? six. Neo, Neo is in number six. Yep, so this had already happened five mm-hmm. times before. Exactly, so, exactly. And, and it's the same story. It's, uh, so with that, it's samsara. Right? Samsara, yes. What is samskara? Just to samskara, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, samskara are our tendencies. Samskara are our habits, and you can think of it uh, even as far as samskaras are uh, the stuff we believe to be true, with completely unexamined. Like, we just believe this is true. It's almost like memes. Okay. Uh, and, and, they, and that's what keeps us in that same game. So actually, our samskaras, our tendencies, our beliefs, our weaknesses, and our strengths, whatever is the stuff that we carry from cycle to cycle to cycle. Okay, so is that the same as your dharma? Uh, you are, mm, well, actually, it affects your dharma. Say but what it's dharma the, is first. So dharma is, da, and we talked about dharma, and if you haven't heard the whole thing, we'll put the stuff in there. In, we had the whole yep, series. Yep. But dharma is, uh, is, our, um, is our duty. Dharma is what our purpose is. Dharma is what we want to do what we like to do to contribute to our community and and that's where it is it's it's very very it's amazing actually how matrix brings up the dharma because a lot of people just translate dharma as our duty Uh right that's it what is your purpose in life well uh we as humans, we we have we choose. We can choose what our purpose in life is. We don't have to blindly follow whatever people tell us because a lot of times, most of us. I know myself. I was raised in a, in a society where it was you have you you know you are born. You go to school. You better get the best grades you can because you can only test for university uh, once in your lifetime, and that's it. And then you get a job, and then you do this, this, and this, and that's your purpose because of where you are born, your circumstances, and everything. And uh, if but 
but there is so much more, and that's what Matrix teaches, we can choose what our purpose is. And we don't we and that's what makes us human. So when so, so I want to go into the oracle aspect. Yes. So the oracle told Neo what he wanted to hear so yes. he could make his own choices. I said, what he needed to hear. Ah. So that so he had a choice of being either saving the world or not. Yes. So he could have left his so in the beginning, the first movie, he actually had a choice of either letting uh, uh, Morpheus. Morpheus die and he live or him dying and letting Morpheus live. Yes. That's what she told him. And yeah. so that was his dharma then, right? Uh, that, exactly. It, it, but right. he chose to... So what happens is, yes, we all, somehow, we all want to hear, we all want someone else to tell us what our purpose is. And that's comfortable. Yes. Uh, we all need a guide, right? Uh, either Morpheus or Oracle or whatever. It, it's it's nice. It, it feels safe. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why most people, like I described in the where I grew up in, most people ended up doing that exact same thing. And they are safe. Uh, but there are based on the infinite possibilities, the whole series on chakra, right? We can choose something different for our purpose. And that's where what Oracle said is, she said, well, I told you what you needed to hear. Or Morpheus told Neo that the Oracle told him what mm -hmm. he needed to hear. That's where the concept of choice comes in. So there is some sort of purpose that has been predefined for us and that we, we want, we need that, but then we have our own choice. So to say that Dharma is your duty and you were brought to this world for a specific purpose and this is your purpose, that's very limiting. That's fate. That, that would just be believing in faith. In faith, right? blindly, uh -huh. blindly. Whereas is, you were brought to this world to do greatness for yourself and your community, and you decide what your purpose is. So purpose shouldn't be just something completely predefined and static. That is very limiting. So are you saying that uh, we have faith, but yet we don't have Yes, faith? exactly. And that's the whole concept of uh, uh, karma, actually. Okay. Yes. And explain what karma is, for because a lot of people think they know what karma is, and some of them might actually know, but what is karma? Karma is, uh, according to the Vedic philosophy, we uh, well, the word karma means action, okay? Uh, pure action. According to the Vedic philosophy, what, uh, what we've done in, um, uh, in previous lives, in following the previous cycles of samsaras, whatever deeds we've done, whatever actions we've taken, whether good or bad, we are, uh, uh, we are accumulating a certain uh, debt or uh, credit or whatever. So have we done something terribly bad? At some point, 
we are gonna reap the reap our... the, the rewards for it. We are gonna pay the price. Mm -hmm. Have we done something great? At some point, we are gonna see, uh, you know, the results of it because it's like going to school. It's not to be punished or anything. It's nothing like that. But it's for us to learn, for us to be better contributors to this uh, existence, to the universe. Whatever our weaknesses are, we've done bad things because of our weaknesses, we are going to encounter something again so we can work upon that. Okay. Uh, so we're about 15 minutes into it, so I don't yeah. really want to take a break. I just want to do the whole 20 minutes then. Okay. So I want to talk just about when uh, uh, Neo is transformed into a human being again about the mirror because yeah. i know that this especially at this time in the world yes this is a very important part for neo but it's also an extremely important part for all of us yeah so can you explain a little bit about what the mirror is and why it was a big shift for him and why it also can be a big shift for all of us yes the the mirror is uh, the mirror was actually a program that was uh, placed there by Morpheus and company uh, in order to trigger uh, the, the awakening of Neo. And this is where the crack in the mirror and he, he starts to turn into like silver. Exactly. Like he put his arm through the mirror and he was sitting on the chair getting ready to be unplugged. He just picked the red he, pill. He just chose the red pill. And uh, as he was looking uh, and he was a mirror looking at and then he, the mirror started uh, changing shape and pu he put his arm through and it's like, oh my God, what's happening? It was a big shock to him. And that's what they wanted to trigger. They wanted to trigger a big shock to him they as meaning Morpheus. Morpheus. Uh, in order, because for any human being to be unplugged, to stop being a battery, to be unplugged, they had to go through a huge shock. Something had to start uh, moving into their brain, whatever you want to call it, to get them to be unplugged. And all of them have that ability, but it had to be a certain, some of them had it more than others. And it had to be, to come from an external shock. And that's, that's what helped Neo to unplug. And that's what goes uh, into the Vedic philosophy too, that we, we have to experience a big shock whether that's an accident, a, a divorce, uh, losing our job, a huge disappointment in the family, whatever, something big, death, something big to get us to reevaluate uh, our purpose, our dharma, our choices in life, to re-examine. And in what's going on right now in the world, this is the perfect time. It's not a great time, but it's the perfect time for everyone to start looking and seeing what is our purpose. Exactly. And Ayurveda says, Ayurveda has the law of the, uh, the law of similars. Similars 
increase each other and opposites balance each other. And so according to that, Ayurveda says you look at whatever you are experiencing and you cultivate the opposite in order to maintain that dynamic balance. So you are experiencing fear. You have to find a way. You have to do something to cultivate courage. You are experiencing hopelessness. You have to find faith. You feel helpless. You have to find faith in yourself. So you and you experience something huge, something tragic, or you know, most of the times it's something tragic. You have to see what that specific emotion that cultivates in you is and that causes in you, and you have to cultivate the opposite. And that shock got Neo to uh, unplug, to be able to unplug. And then and he was able to move forward exactly, with everything else. Exactly, exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's, it, there is huge detail in, um, in the movie. Actually, tons of information yep. in that movie. And we'll talk more about the information in our next podcast coming next week. And I lied. So we we just said goodbye. However, uh, V says, shut up, Tim. Uh, we haven't finished what karma is. So yes. you wanted to talk more about yes. karma. And, and I got rudely interrupted. Yes. And... Well, I try to keep it at 20 minutes, but yeah. uh, it'll go over. But uh, I guess we haven't really been keeping it 20 minutes anyways. So please explain. So we, so we said that the, the fact that we have a choice, that we have guides through our life, but we have a choice has to do with karma. And we said what karma is. We accumulate karma based on our deeds. So there are there is that belief in the yogic world that says that everything we experience is because of our karma. But that's not true. There is a, most of our karma, the Vedic philosophy says most of our karma, we have the power to change. There is a very tiny percentage of our karma that is extremely hard to change. So when you say that it's hard, you can change it, that's that's when you start, start changing your... Samskara, exactly. If it wasn't able to change, yes. you would constantly be in the same, exactly. always in the same. But if you can change it, yes, that makes you get rid of it. Exactly, exactly. So we have it's like our genetics, our DNA. It is a certain way, but through our choices, our lifestyle choices, we can change it. The genetics and epigenetics. It's the same thing with karma. We have the ability to change our karma as long as we change our tendencies, our samskaras. How we react to things. Exactly. And our so, attitude. So our would it attitude. be karma and epigenetics? No, epikarma. Oh, epikarma. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, karma you're... and epikarma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a really good term. That's... <laughs> That's smart. Yes. So you can change your karma. 
yes, and that's where the choice comes in. And that's what uh, we are going to uh, see on the third uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, but so in this one, the first movie, mm -hmm. Karma that he changed, he could have taken the, the blue pill. The blue pill, exactly. He could have not followed the white rabbit. He exactly. had uh, many choices that he could have shifted. He could have got out of the car when uh, he was called Copper or a Copper Top. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So, yeah. so there's been a lot of times that he could have made a yes. different choice. Yes. But yet he made so in our life, karma gives us choices yes and that's really what karma is right exactly exactly yeah that's how we create our karma and actually karma is like it's almost it's like a mirror right we makes us see ourselves uh, makes us see what we need to change okay. yeah and that's that's sort of like a kali kali exactly the kali. the deity uh -huh. uh, kali Kali is our is is represents our karma, and they say Kali is rough, is rude, is whatever. It's because it hits us with our karma, which is a mirror of our attitudes. So we don't like her because she shows us who we are. Yes, absolutely, and uh, and and the. And that's where it goes. You talked about the samskaras, our tendencies. It depends how deep they are because they can be very, very difficult to change. How deeply engraved they are. And our samskaras is like our character, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Character our, is a Greek word. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> that's where I was going with it, which means engraved. Our, and our character is engraved, and it's engraved from past lives, from childhood, from everything. Uh, and it depends how engraved certain things are. And that's where Morpheus said that um, some uh, people, some humans are not, uh, some humans, it's too late for them to be unplugged because they are so engraved, engraved that it would uh, it would be a complete disaster for them and for the community to and, unplug them. And that's why some people have such a hard time, maybe like meditating. Yes, uh, because they they really don't want to see. They want to be where they are. They want to stay in the matrix. Yeah, they want to stay happy because it, it is happy, easy. It is comfortable. Yep. Ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. Uh, ignorance is bliss. There is, uh, a lot unfortunately, to say about yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but also ignorance is bliss, and it can just be movement. You just move in one direction. You don't have to worry about anything. You have, you let other people take care of you. So, is that also what ignorance is? You mean Could, comfort? Yeah. Could it be comfort also? Exactly. Ign yeah. Ignor. That's all. Ignorance is bliss. Is comfort the less the less you know or the the less you examine yourself the less you know about yourself the more comfortable you are exactly you let every you let the matrix take care of you right cypher when he was eating uh, the, the steak, steak yep. and the wine and the cigar and that's exactly what 
and he asked uh, Agent Smith to make him somebody famous, yeah. <laughs> like an actor. Uh, somebody important. Somebody important. That's right. Somebody important. As yeah, uh, that he was letting the Matrix take care of him. So and uh, the ignorance is bliss means whatever he thought his his senses were telling him he thought that was true even though that was not true because mm -hmm. his senses were you know giving him one set of information uh, but uh, actually the uh, reality was tragic or the apparent reality yes <laughs> for what is real, right? Yes, what is real? <laughs> what is real? <laughs> yeah. So. So now are we done? Yes, we are done. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. So we'll be back next week? For uh, uh, episode uh, three of yep. the series. Much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both, and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.